0: Thanks for listening to the 24-7 Youth Podcast. We hope this message is an encouragement to you and inspires you to pursue Christ and His purpose for your life. For more information about this ministry or to contact us, visit obmcc.org. Now, let's get to the message. Hey, this is Watch Your Mouth Part 2, and the topic for today's message is gossip. You know, last week we talked about how words are powerful. Uh, We discovered that our words matter. They reveal the condition of our heart. Our words have the power of life and death. We can use our words to hurt or to heal, to speak life or to speak death to ourselves and towards others. We learned that we will be judged innocent or guilty by God for the words that we speak. Words are powerful. Today, we're going to look at one way we use our words to destroy and discover what Jesus followers should do instead. So here's what God wants us to know. Forest fires are bad. Just last week, or at least at the time of this recording, a massive wildfire was started at a gender reveal party. Uh, A smoke-generating pyrotechnic device used at the party sparked the El Dorado fire in San Bernardino County. The fire has since grown to 8,600 acres. Uh, That's literally twice the size of Walpock, Ohio. Uh, Imagine all of Wapak being burnt to a crisp because of a baby gender reveal party gone wrong. You know, this isn't even the first time this has happened. In 2017, a gender reveal party in Arizona sparked a wildfire that burned nearly 47,000 acres and caused more than 8 million in damage. That's more than all of Dayton. Can you imagine the entire city of Dayton being burnt to a crisp because of a baby gender reveal gone wrong? That's craziness. So wildfires are bad. Now, what does this have to do with our words? Let's read in James 3, 5, and 6. It says this, Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body and sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. Wow, James, the brother of Jesus, just told us that our tongue can be used to start a wildfire. Now, there are two hugely important things we need to learn from these scriptures. The first is this words have incredibly destructive power that can alter the whole course of someone's life. The second thing we need to understand is this this destructive power is fueled by hell. Hold up, your tongue, when used destructively, is literally being used by hell? It's like hell is the battery that gives the tongue its charge. So when you use your tongue in a destructive way, you are being used by hell. That's a sobering thought. Okay, now that we are absolutely sure that these wildfires caused by our words are bad and evil, uh, let's see one real-life example where this actually matters to us. And it's in Gossip. One way that we need to understand, or one way that this matters to us, that we understand the destruction that can be caused by our tongue is is to look at the truth of gossip. Gossip is a spark that starts the fire. Now, we want to make sure we all understand what we are talking about here. So to clarify, let's all get on the same page of what we mean when we talk about gossip. The definition of gossip is this, casually or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Uh, So in other words, it's it's when you're dishing the dirt on somebody. Essentially, gossip is spreading unconfirmed stories about people. And the Bible also uses the word slander when it talks about gossip, where slander is closely associated with gossip. And the definition of slander is a bit stronger. It's actually evil, malicious talk intended to damage or destroy another person you remember those wildfires we talked about earlier? It sounds a lot like what we're doing when we gossip about people. And here's the thing that I want to just make sure we understand. In both of those illustrations where these fires were started at gender reveal parties gone wrong, the intent was not to destroy anything. The intent was not destruction, right? And it's so often in our lives, it's so easy for us to fall into these simple forest fire starter conversations where we're just talking to people and we're not really thinking about what we're talking or, or, or conversations just flowing. And we end up start dishing the dirt on people that can cause major problems down the road. And it's all wrong. And it's even more so wrong. It's evil and malicious when we do it on purpose to try to damage or destroy another person. So we want to go to Proverbs, and we're going to discover some truths about gossip from the Bible. And we're going to hit a couple of verses here. Proverbs eleven thirteen 13 says this, A gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. And so just... An Easy concept here, easy, simple truth for us to understand. It's basically this, if you gossip about people, then you are not a trustworthy friend. And if you're listening to this, then I'm going to guess that you'd like to be known as a trustworthy person. Proverbs 16, 28 says this, a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. The truth in this verse is simple. If you gossip about your close friends, you're going to lose them. They're not going to stay close very long if you're gossiping about them. Proverbs 18.8 and Proverbs 26.22 literally say the same thing. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. Here's the truth. If you gossip about people, you're going to set their whole life on fire. That's what James says. You will hurt them more deeply than you could ever know. And what this proverb is revealing to us is that when we gossip... It's like choice choice morsels that get deep down into who we are as people. We can't forget it. When you gossip about somebody, when you spread that talk, when you dish the dirt on them, people can't forget what you told them. It's like that morsel that gets down inside of who we are, and there's no way to get rid of it. It's kind of like this. If I told you to think of a unicorn elephant, uh, then you would think of one. But then if I try to say, well, don't think of a unicorn elephant, well, you're not going to be able to not think of it because you're already thinking of it. It's the same way with this. The Bible's trying to let us know that once we've spread that gossip, there's no getting it back. Once the fire is started, you can't ever make it not have happened anymore. The destruction's going to be there. Proverbs twenty nineteen says this, a gossip betrays a confidence. So avoid anyone who talks too much. If you become known as a gossip, people should avoid you. That's what the Bible says. And none of us want to be avoided like that. So this is an encouragement to us as well, to make sure that we're not somebody out there dishing the dirt, that we're watching our mouth. So the Bible doesn't really hold any punches about this type of behavior. It gives some pretty strong uh, exhortations and, uh, for us to understand how terrible gossip really is, how terrible it is to spread rumors and dish the dirt on other people's lives. But what do we do? How, how do we live this out? Well, very simply, we stop drop, and repent. <laughs> I know, it's clever. Proverbs twenty six twenty says this, without wood, a fire goes out, and without a gossip, a quarrel dies down. Very simple concept to under, up for us to understand. If you have a fire, if you want that fire to get brighter and to keep burning, you're gonna keep adding wood to it. If you want the fire to go out, you don't add any more wood, and eventually it burns out. The Bible says it's the same with a gossip, that if we quit gossiping, if we just stop it, then it's going to die down. Now stopping it can be very difficult because there's two steps to stopping gossip. The first step is to stop yourself and to make sure that you're not gossiping, that you're not dishing the dirt on people. The second step can be a little more difficult. It's to stop from receiving gossip. Stopping people from gossiping to you can be much more difficult for us to do because it means we have to confront someone else in what they're doing. It's a lot easier for us to deal with our own things sometimes, but it can be more difficult to have to stand up to our friends. And to tell them, hey, don't gossip to me. I don't want to be a part of that. That's sin. But that's what Jesus would do. And that's what Jesus wants us to do. And so as Jesus followers, we want to do this God's way because God's way is the best way. And so we want to stop ourselves from spreading gossip. And we want to do our absolute best to stop other people from spreading it as well. The second part of this, drop and repent. Uh, very literally, it. I'm just saying that we need to drop to our knees and repent. Pray, drop and pray. In 2 Corinthians 12, 20 and 21, Paul, who's writing to a church, these are Jesus followers. He has some pretty strong statements here. And this is what he says. For I am afraid that when I come, I may not find you as I want you to be, and you may not find me as you want me to be. I fear that there may be discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. I'm afraid that when I come again, my God will humble me before you. And I will be grieved over many who have sinned earlier and have not repented of the impurity, sexual sin, and debauchery in which they have indulged. You remember the fire illustration from the beginning. Your words can wreck someone's life and change the course of their life forever. See, as Jesus followers, we don't act or speak like that. We love people. We pray for them. We use our words to bring healing and life to people. We live like we know we are going to be judged for what we say. And what Paul says to this church is that, hey, I'm afraid when I show up that I'm going to discover that there's going to be many of you, many of you who are Jesus followers who have not repented of the sins that you've done formerly. In other words, you haven't changed the way you think about things. And so you're still out there. And two of the things he mentions is slander and gossip. He says, I'm fearful that I'm going to come and find out that this stuff's going on because you never repented of it. And repentance is a very simple biblical concept that literally just means to change the way you think. We can't continue as Christ followers to think that it's okay to talk about people and to dish their dirt and to spread gossip and slander about them. It's not right. And so if we're going to do what the Bible wants us to do and stop that kind of behavior, then we have to realize it starts with us. I have to stop spreading it. I have to stop receiving it and I need to repent of it. I need to acknowledge that it's wrong. And again, fall back into what we talked about in the last one where we say, God, help me. Help me so that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, that it would be pleasing to you, God. Thanks again for checking out the 24-7 Youth Podcast. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so through our website, obmccorg slash There you can find links to our social media as well as discover more about this ministry. We would be honored if you joined us for services. We have service Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesday at 7 p.m. We are located at 13815 Bodkins Road, Bodkins, Ohio.